Hey there, Cash Chasers. Before we get into the show, we wanted to take a brief moment to acknowledge the current global situation with the coronavirus. On behalf of everyone on the show and behind the scenes at Cash Chasers, we hope you and your family are safe, healthy, and staying strong during this difficult time. You know, Aaron has always said how amazed he is by the generosity of the whiskey community. And in these tough times, we are amazed to see the large role distilleries all around the world and right here in our area are playing to help fight this virus. You know, watching these distilleries switch their operations from making spirits to making hand sanitizer for their local communities is simply awe-inspiring. We also want to thank all of the medical professionals, first responders, food workers, and everyone on the front lines who are working to keep us safe and healthy while selflessly putting themselves in harm's way every day. Myself, like so many others, personally see the effects of sending your loved ones off every day to do battle in the hospitals, and it cannot be overstated, the work that they're all doing. We all here at the Cash Chasers Podcast can't say thank you enough. So we know that everyone is stuck at home, and looking for any piece of normal they can find, which is why we are doing everything we can to continue bringing you weekly episodes for as long as we can to help take your mind off of everything else going on, even if only for a short moment. So sit back, take a deep breath, and we're all going to get through this together. Lastly, pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. Welcome to the Cash Chasers Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. We're always glad to have you. As always, we have Bobby Bird. How's it going? And Aaron Pross. Hey, guys. And I'm Scott Norris, and welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. And this week, we're talking, uh, you know, we've talked a lot of good whiskeys on this show, fellas. A lot of good whiskeys. Why not ruin the show with this? Why not bring <laughs> it down a few levels? You know what I mean? The premise of this show is that, you know... A lot of the big names out there, they have these high brands, but they whiskey's age for a long time. There's a void that has to be filled, right? Flavored whiskeys is something and novelties are something that has come out as as kind of like a stopgap for these, these distilleries that have to I mean, this stuff ages for a while, right? And or the, their experiments. They try some things, and some work, some don't, some become novelties, and some uh some become staples. I mean, believe it or not, I mean fireball is in some circles, is a staple, right? There's and, people that really, I mean, college kids, I would assume, but I bet there's people out there that love Fireball. And there are, the there, there are for sure. Um, and so, so to 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 sort of narrow what Scott was saying, we're we're mostly talking flavored whiskeys today, uh, specifically. But yeah, we've got some, we got a interesting layout in front of us that we're uh, we're we're going to get into. Um, but yeah, it's, are you on NPR? I, <laughs> we're talking about NPR. fireball that's right man we're talking about no um i think i think to scott's point sometimes you know you put whiskey in a barrel and it's got an age age for a while and you need an income so in order to get that income you make something else and sometimes that's flavored whiskey sometimes it's gin there's different things they do sometimes it's a novelty and then sometimes like your fireball hate it or love it they make money oh absolutely well and that uh, Another thing I'll say is flavored whiskeys 
you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, we'll, we'll talk about different, different brands, different expressions of whiskey that we'll call, you know, like a gateway whiskey. You know, I, I always call uh, Glenmo a gateway uh, scotch for people that are bourbon drinkers, wine drinkers. And I'll often call um, Willet a gateway bourbon for people that are scotch drinkers, you know. But what's, what's a gateway whiskey? For, for people that just don't are into whiskey. Not fireball. No, but what I'm saying is that's how a lot of people get into it. Right. Well, I mean, when, when there are a lot of people out there, when they think whiskey, they think fireball. And, and, and full disclosure, because I know people are screaming at whatever device they're listening to us on, it's technically not a whiskey. I mean, fireball is 33%, has to be 40% for most places to even be called a whiskey. That's right. scotch. That's, you know, and um, it's 33%. So it's a flavored liqueur or a whiskey with natural cinnamon flavors or whatever. So we're well aware that we're not talking about true blue whiskeys here, but we are talking about the cousins, like the sure. southern cousins that nobody invites to Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, listen, at the end of the day, whiskey companies uh, are – they're businesses, right? And the business is always looking for that competitive advantage. And the answer is not always. Um, not everybody's going out and buying yeah. Dickel, you right. know, bottle and bond. Exactly. But you put a Tabasco Dickel out there. Yeah. Novelty. And that's it. And that's, that's the, my point is that the, these are, at the end of the day, these are businesses that are trying to find that advantage. And sometimes that is the, the lower end, the accessible, uh, cheaper whiskey, and you know, Fireball pops up in tailgates, parties, you name it, all over the place, all the time, and it's it's a business. <laughs> so I, our lineup today is we're gonna taste Fireball. I think I'm, I, maybe once in my life I've had that. Seven Roots by our friends at Bullshine, which is actually I like their flavored whiskeys. Mm. <laughs> um, they take a more um, a less flavoring, more real ingredients kind of approach to it. Still a flavored whiskey. Um, a little higher ABV on that one's 40%. I think, I think he specifically makes all of his 40. Yeah. Mm. Um, and great great guys over there and women, and make they make great stuff. So that's an example of a smaller distillery producing flavored whiskeys for the sake of, you know, product. And then we're going to do uh, George Dickel Tabasco Barrel Finish, which I have had and – I'm gonna tell you guys we should do that last because that's a muscle through situation. Yeah, yeah I think but, I think I think we probably go bullshine fireball. What well, says smooth sipping on the bottom? I so know. I could be that's wrong. A lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Fire, think, fireball think, says I'm gonna read on the back. Ignite the night. Yeah. N i t e. Yeah. So we're off. Uh, <laughs> what you have here is a smooth whiskey. We'll be the judge uh, with a fiery kick of red hot cinnamon with a taste like heaven. Burns like hell. What happens next is up to you. We're going to turn the cameras off and move on with our lives. Is what's going to happen. So that's the first one. No, I I, th I think we should do the the bullshine first. You think so? start with good and work our way down. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I like color it. it in that light. I like <laughs> no, it. No, I mean, I mean, maybe not color it in that they're bad after that. Oh no, I'm going to say. Okay, I mean, you can. <laughs> All we, lawsuits, we did a whole all episode lawsuits on can be directed right, towards yeah, that's me. Right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Certainly not fishing for any. So we're doing um, yeah. Bullshine. Bullshine is a Maryland uh, distillery. Um, good friends of the show. Uh, good friends of of ours personally, and they make a an entire lineup of flavored. They make a great bourbon, a young bourbon, um, and then um, some other stuff coming out. I'm sure, but they make a whole line of uh, flavored whiskeys. And the Seven Roots is actually their most popular. It's a herbal. Herbal flavored whiskey, herbal. 
Because <laughs> it's an herbal. We don't edit anything around yeah. here. No, not herbal. even herbal. Um, we'll probably dig in. Hopefully, we have them on the show in the future, and we can dig into uh, it a little deeper. We will, so. for sure. Absolutely. Yep. But um, so I, I will tell you, it's it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even sweet on the, on the nose, nose sweet on the sweet. taste, yeah. Syrupy. Yep. So before I even got in there, it was like, uh, it was very, you know, it was very cough syrupy on the nose, like medicinal. Before I got my nose in there, just the wafting by was like very medicinal and, and thick. You can, yeah. you can you can get the thickness from it. Oh, it's very thick in the glass too. Yeah. And I mean, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure in, you know, what the grains are that, or I'm sorry, flavoring agents that go into this. Um, but there's a lot of complexity there with flavor. I yeah, mean, well, and, I'll, and maybe this is just the, the the seven roots speaking to me on there. But I mean, I, I taste a lot of like almost like a birch type, mm-hmm. like a birch beer. That's kind of what know? it reminds me. Yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. and and honestly, shocking to tasting this. It's shocking to me that this one is forty percent ABV. You know, it it ta- it's, it's smooth. So it's, it's real mellow. It's real. It it doesn't kick you in the head. It's got that you know that sort of. Um, whiskey warmth to it, but it it's not it's not real. You I don't feel like the flavors are are there to hide the ethanol. Like I feel with a lot of flavored whiskey, they kind of go together. Yeah. So I make I think it's a great mixer. I make um a pseudo Irish coffee with it, and uh, yeah, it's probably with the, with one this of the one best. I've said it to him like ten times. Um, so it's a um, eighty proof uh, corn whiskey infused with herbal flavors. Bullshine Distillery is the first and only distillery in the world to offer herbal-flavored whiskey that is inspired by a rare spirit we discovered deep in the Amazon jungle of Peru made from seven different roots. That's intense. So that's Peru, Maryland? Is that where... Peru, Maryland. It's south of Baltimore. (laughs) No, um... Way south. So they they put a lot of pride into this one. They have... I like their cherry, which I don't think is as popular. And I'm not a flavored whiskey guy. I don't like flavored whiskey. I tend to not reach for flavor. I never reach reach for a flavored spirit of any kind. But I do like their cherry. Their honey's pretty good, and they're just novelty. But I mean, they they're their their highest produce or highest. I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Sales volume. They're, they're the most profitable. Whiskey. They're yeah. yeah yeah. And if you're a young distillery and you're making whiskey and you're aging bourbon and you know, you can take a younger whiskey and flavor it and sell it. That's going to keep the lights right, on. Right, because you're not you're not going to have a, a bourbon for years when you right, start off. Right, you know? so you got to do something. And we know people that do gin, like I said, gin. Sure. And then we know people that do this. And then I'm sure there's some other avenues. But, but yeah, and I mean, you'll you'll see that from a from a lot of distilleries. Is you'll see, you know, like whis- whiskey, bourbon, uh, something like that, is sort of their heart. You know the the heart of what they're trying to do, but in order to in order to fund that, you know they've they've got to do this other thing, and, and that again, that's only one facet of why someone might make a uh, a flavored whiskey. Honestly, of flavored whiskeys, I think a bull, Bullshine's probably one of my favorites. I've had you know I and you you see them on the on the shelves in the um, locally. I don't know how far out they go. Well, no, I, I was talking about other brands. You'll oh, see yeah, other yeah. big brands okay. like on the shelves and you know, it's the, this one's apple pie flavored and this one's this flavored and Bullshine actually has a lot of those popular flavors, mm-hmm. but they don't have that that taste to that, that, that weird sort of artificial aftertaste to them i've found so and and they're all 40 abv which for a for a flavored whiskey is pretty unheard of yeah 
when you're making uh, like a, a good bourbon, right? I feel like you know you can you can do different things with the wood, right? But at at some point, you're you're kind of limited at, at at how much variation you can bring well, in. Well, the weather and the wood. I mean, yeah. that's why you taste each barrel, and some are crap, some are good, right? You know? yeah. Right. But I feel like when you go down, I mean, but that's a that's a very intense process. But I feel like when you go down this flavor whiskey route. Mm-hmm. Now your world opens up to a lot of options. Well, a the, lot of ways to the liquor becomes a vehicle. Correct. Yeah. 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 And I, I and I guess there's at some point there's a niche for that because uh, from again from a business standpoint, man, I mean my possibilities are almost endless. Sure. Well, and at the end of the day, you're essentially it's because it's it's not really whiskey, it's not really bourbon. Less you're, restrictions too. You, and you're essentially producing a cocktail in a bottle. Yeah. You know, and yeah. which which and, is and, and there'll be people that listen to the show that are going to be haters. Oh, absolutely. This episode. But our point isn't to, you know, uplift this as the next whiskey. I think that's perfect. What you just said, a cocktail in a bottle. Yeah, that's its purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And to make sure every college kid on the planet Earth has something to take the edge <laughs> off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Finals are coming, man. <laughs> I gotta get. It. <laughs> but the, and I mean, people will use these things to make a cocktail. Um, uh, Fireball specifically that is that is a base for a people lot of cook with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Aaron, this they, is this has never been opened. This Fireball, I believe it has. Oh, it's, it's just welded weird. shut with the. Sugars. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's the bottle saying you don't want. This. That's right. <laughs> oh my god, it's the sin punched me in the face when I opened it. Your body's never going to forgive oh you after this one, man. So yeah, Fireball, I mean, everybody knows Fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Fireball gets a lot of hate in the whiskey community. So we're shooting this, right? Because that's what it's I don't, I don't know what else to do with it. To be totally do. I'm going to taste and then I'll, I'm pouring such a little amount. Yeah. A true dram. Yeah. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah. It's, uh, I hate fire. I hate cinnamon candies. Yeah. Yeah. To I, begin I'm with. not a big Same. fan. Big red gum. Yeah. Not no a fan. Nope. Nope. All right. The only thing I've ever had was somebody made like a, an apple pie shot once and I think it had the, the so, fireball in it. So there are some shots that I don't mind. Right. That have the fireball in it. Yeah. Like, um, I think somebody did one. Uh, it was like, the, it was like a cinnamon toast crunch shot right, or something. Right, it right. had like fireball and like maybe, uh, Maybe like a rum chata or something sure. like that kind of like it's there, fun. There is a purpose for yeah, it. <laughs> it's fun. It, it, there's a purpose for it. It's to get hammered and go. Oh my gosh, this tastes like this thing. <laughs> Fireball. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but again, it huge following. Yes. You know, and it's um, you know, it, it it's making money. You know, yeah. and people oh, yeah. love it. So again, this is what like thirty three ABV something like that. Thirty. Yeah, thirty three ABV. So that is one purpose. That is one to get you lit up. That is it to and, get you lit and up to and to make so your you... breath fresh. <laughs> so when I was young, you know, and I'm 38, so I'm not like I'm old, but um, depending on our listener, anyway. So you go to the bar, you would um, you would have your beer or whatever, take your shot, and you would go talk to somebody, and you would smell like booze. Right now, you get an opportunity to have minty. Cinnamon breath. <laughs> Those are two different things. While, um, well, next is our cinnamon or a minty whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Toothpaste whiskey. Oh, this is gross. Fluoride. <laughs> it's 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 even worse. I'm not even when gonna. we're sitting here savoring it, like we're tasting it like a true whiskey that you know we usually do, where we we're trying to. It I'm tr- and, yeah, you, you're 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 kind of sniffing it. You're savoring it a little bit, and <laughs> that's what's even worse. Cinnamon is, on the nose. 
medicine, <laughs> cinnamon medicine. Yeah. Like you would smell this. This is something your mom's like, no, it'll make you feel better. And then it. Like you hold your nose and party's like, I can get through the flu on my own. I don't need this. <laughs> okay. Taste on the palate. Oh. <laughs> it tastes like um, Face? I need to get a lawyer for tomorrow. <laughs> gentle. <laughs> like Face is everything. Like real, real gentle, subtle. God. Is that a Heather note? What is that? That's, um, I don't know what that is. All right. So, fine. so hey, listen. Capitalism. That's Fireball's market. You know, right. that's their thing. That's, that's their shtick. They're selling money, making machines, and uh, God bless them. I mean, they're making gallons, literally jugs of this stuff. Oh yeah. People can buy. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And the bottle. I, I, I don't know where we found a glass bottle of this. To be totally honest, I come, didn't know they still they yeah. still made glass bottles. I will. So I the it's very um, marketing friendly. Mm, I mean, sure. the bottle is is the dragon's cool on the front. It's got the whole you know burnt out image in the back where you can see the dragon thing. So I mean, they own that market and everybody. And the, so we were talking before. I remember we were talking too. Um, but you use the term I really like. It's not your term, but Kleenex versus tissue. Yeah, yeah. So cinnamon whiskey, people they just call a fireball. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's so right. Just go get a bottle of fireball. So right, maybe yeah, not go get just, beer. That just translates. Go into, get some wine. Yeah. Go get some fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so right. they own it. They own it for Good sure. For them. And here, here's the th- here's the thing that if the, if this were not a flavored cinnamon whiskey that I really didn't like, I, I love that bottle. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I really, I really do like the bottle. It's a, it's a cool bottle. It's neat marketing. Um, like you were talking about the burnt in image in the back. It's just, it's, it's really cool. So yeah. the, like branding wise, they got it. They, that's, that's spot on. The, the company is no, is no fool. They know exactly what it is and who it's We are after. not even, Fireball is not paying us. Right. No, I know. This <laughs> is on purpose. Yeah, no. And, and it doesn't need any introduction. That's why it doesn't matter because it's, it's widely known, and and the the branding is is all is part of that, man. That it, you're right. You know what happens? Here's two things. Um, I just want to say thank you for the you know three people that are still listening. Yeah. <laughs> what happened was welcome to the Cash Chasers podcast. We're gonna do Fireball. Oh, I'm clicking that off. Okay, so we're gonna next right. week. Can't wait for next week's episode. <laughs> Subscriber count just went down. Yeah, but I, I you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a reason. So that was the fireball. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason to this episode, and 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 like we 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 said in the very beginning is that we are uh, we we are out to cover every aspect of this culture, and this is this part is actually a big part of the culture. Actually, one not. of the biggest, you know, in America wise, anyway. Right. Probably the, they make the most money. From and this. that's why this episode is is, is very important is because these novelties and these I want uh, you to give me like half of what you just gave yourself <laughs> of this you're, one. You're going to love this. But one. These enough. novelties that's and these flavored whiskeys enough. are a big part of the market and, the, and and we would be remiss if we didn't cover it and it just it has to be said. So and again and again I I there are flavored whiskeys that I I respect the flavored whiskey mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you have options when you're making whiskey. I can source from MGP. I can source from somewhere else. So it's not my whiskey. I'm giving you know they maybe I maybe give them the ingredients or the you know profile I'm looking for, but the whiskey comes from somewhere else. Or I make gin to keep the doors open. Or I make a flavored whiskey to keep the doors open. Or I have, you know, a bar and in the back of that bar we make, you know, so making whiskey takes time, it takes effort, it takes, there's a lot to it and there's a lot of competition. So if you're going to get 
paid, pay your people and keep the lights on and keep the thing moving, you're going to have to go this route. You're just going to have to do it. And whiskey, as a matter of fact, you know, whiskey was moonshine and then it became, you know, you had quality whiskey and then flavored whiskeys. Now, sometimes it was flavored with boot polish. Thank God for <laughs> the uh, bottle and bond <laughs> processing and stuff like that. But um, so, you know, flavoring whiskey to push the product on the shelf isn't new. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a new thing. It's not something that just showed up. It's a successful art. And again, hate it or love it. And you come to my cabinet and I have... You know, I have the Dickel and I have the Bullshine. That's it. I don't have anything else that's flavored. No, that's not. We have the Sheep Dip. Is that what it's called? What? Sheep, what? sheep, sheep Dip? Is that what it's called? The uh, peanut butter? It's sheep oh, screwball. There screwball. is a Sheep Dip, though. There is a Sheep Dip. <laughs> right. I'm thinking something different. <laughs> sheep Dip is a, that's a, that's a Irish whiskey, I think. Okay. Right? Okay. But you have up. Screwball. Yes, I do have Screwball. There's a Sheep on it. I think I do have Sheep Dip, too. Okay. I just want to keep hearing you say Sheep Dip. Sheep Dip. Can we get a, can we get a blooper reel of just Bobby saying Somebody Sheep Google Dip? Sheep Dip over <laughs> and over again. You little dip um, sheep. <laughs> and, and also, that that's not to say that there isn't some, like, you know, passion and work behind some of these flavored whiskeys as well. You know, we're sure. not we're not really discounting that necessarily. It's just uh, for for a lot of the the whiskey scotch. community, sheep this, dip is scotch. All right, sheep dip is scotch. Um, for a lot of the whiskey community, Single like malt. these, they're a they're they're not whiskeys. You know, by the by the legal definition of whiskeys, and um, but they are like like I said, a lot of them are are a gateway whiskey. You know, it's people are drinking Fireball. Oh, I love whiskey. I love Fireball. And you know what? Maybe one day they will get into a different whiskey, a bourbon, a scotch, whatever the case may be. So my Dana started off with flavor. So she yeah gateway'd. yeah yeah um compass box which so here's the debate for you so canadian whiskey is often blended with wine and you can't necessarily do that in the u.s well basil hayden's i guess yeah yeah so is that flavored i mean by the definition of the word i would say i honestly i'd have to look at it because even though even though a lot of them are different flavors because you know you've got uh, Crown Royal has all these you know yeah. Crown Royal Apple Crown Royal. Well, those Crown are flavored. Those are flavored whiskeys. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Like Tennessee Apple, um, Jack Daniel's Apple, um, and Crown Royal. They're flavored whiskeys. Well, those are I know, but yeah. are, are the Crown are the Crown Royal flavored ones actually not whiskey? Oh, they're seventy proof. So well, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There you go. Oh, well, and, but, and that's a that's a good point too. If you're looking at some of these whiskeys and you're what are what are some sort of telltale signs without being a, a an expert in whiskey? What well, depends on for you to look at it and go, is that actually whiskey? Is it not? If it's got a picture of a fruit on it and it's telling you it's that flavor, that's <laughs> obviously you know one thing to look at. Yeah, most places, I think everywhere that recognizes and follows the standards of whiskey, forty percent ABV is the standard um, at the bottom line. And there's other rules depending where you are, bourbon, you know, straight straight bourbon, bottle and bond, scotch. They all have rules that they have to follow. And most places are guided by that same direction. Using the term whiskey in the verbiage isn't necessarily – doesn't mean it's whiskey though. Right, They can right. call it – I mean – They can c- call it like yeah, – Fireball fi- calls fireball cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey. It's so not a whiskey. But it's always going to have some sort of qualifier there. Right. So cinnamon whiskey, um, fireball is an American whiskey. But it's well, it's not a whiskey, sorry. But Fireball's an American product, but it spells it uh, without an e. So that's another thing to sort that can sort of you know like point you in the right direction. But nine times out of ten, most of them are going to be under forty percent ABV. 
making them then not a whiskey uh, proper. Right. And, you know, we've had episodes that, that kind of dictate what a whiskey is and the definitions of different kinds. You'll have to go back and listen to those. So the next up, we're doing Dickel Tabasco. So the cool thing about Tabasco sauce is actually aged in, um, I believe, bourbon barrels. And I believe that is right. Yeah. yeah. And that's very cool. That, that, yeah. that, 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 I'm surprised that this didn't come up you know, earlier because of that whole process, but, um, but George Dickel decided to go ahead. And, man, on the nose, it's... The, it's it's one of those. I mean, it's like it's actually. I like the nose. It's so it's so distinct, and, and I mean, I guess obviously you should expect that, but right. that but vinegar usually, kind of pepper. I, thing. Yeah, you know, you you know, we're looking at a whole list of flavored whiskeys here and all that, and and, and you know, you get the the peach and the apple and all this stuff, and uh, Crown Royal Apple sticks out in my mind because we have had that before, and um, you know, you you sniff that, and yeah, apple's there, but it's not like. You don't immediately know, like, yes, I'm sniffing a mm-hmm. Granny Smith apple, right? Sure, yeah. But this, man, you put your nose in this, and this is like, you close your eyes, you would swear you're holding a Tabasco bottle yeah. up to your nose. Well, you and know? Here, here's the funny thing about this, and I just tasted it. it it's taste is way sweeter than you expect mm. it to be. And I imagine there's some added sugars and stuff in there to make it a little more at f- palatable. So at first, and I did this, I've drank this a few times. At first, the first sip, and the first few seconds into the sip, it's good. And yep. then that pepper, oh, the and then it starts the to pepper become on the something. back is like, whew. and then it's like, no, somebody dumped tobacco, yeah. Tabasco sauce in my, yeah, in my whiskey. People like this. I've had people ha- drink this, and they, you know, they're like, wow, that's a good sipping whiskey. Really? It says it right on the bottle. It actually, d- it does smooth sipping. This is almost like, uh, it, like somebody that drinks Fireball took a step up, mm. you know, because of the way that 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 linger happens. So, um, with you know, from cinnamon to the Pasco, there's almost there's there is a slight similarity there, and I feel like this has, uh, a, 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 the 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 start of it is not as rough, right? As well, like, like a I fireball, said, it, but it, it, it was almost sweet. To yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like almost a step well, up. And, and so it, I think that would be good in like a uh, pseudo uh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, like like huh, yeah, yeah. And, which, yes. and, yeah. And so let me say this: Tabasco is probably my least favorite of all the hot sauces. Like oh, I just really mm-hmm. don't like to tab- the standard Tabascos. They they have a couple other ones. There's like a smoked one that I think is good. There's a sure. there's a green one that's jalapeno that I think is good. But this just it's their jalapeno. Yeah, sorry. It's um, good in like like jambalaya, something that's so, already got kind of a, a well, lot that, going on. You don't thing, want to like, take it, away from it, right? It by itself to me doesn't have a whole lot going on in mm. it. You know, I mean, if you're adding it to something, sure. I will say I I prefer I I tasted this and I would almost rather. Like pour some of this into my chili, then Tabasco sauce. Yeah. You know, yeah. And every like so, pour some of this this flavored whiskey into my chili, yeah. then Tabasco sauce itself. So for the new, so the seasoned whiskey drinkers, if you're still listening, um, they're, <laughs> they're not. You know, uh, <laughs> but the new whiskey drinkers don't confuse flavored liqueurs, flavored spirits that say you know cinnamon whiskey so you're like oh this is a whiskey it's a cinnamon whiskey a root beer flavored whatever that's not really a whiskey don't confuse that with finished whiskey Mm. so you'll have whiskeys that are real true whiskeys finished in wine or madeira you know um that's a great you know i I hadn't thought of that as a distinction because Um, you you may you may see um you know you know, Belvini, Belvini Caribbean caskets finished in rum cask barrels. You see, you would think, well, is this a flavored whiskey? There's no flavoring other than the barrel going into that. It just happens to be a used barrel that once held rum. 
that's a whiskey and it's a true whiskey. Well, and I'd be interested to see, cause you know, this will happen. You know, the people at George Dick will listen to me. Um, I'd be interested to see what the, um, Dickel whiskey would taste like if it if the only thing they did to it to make it this was just to finish it in the Tabasco barrel instead of whatever whatever other additives they're doing to it and that sort of thing as well. I don't are they doing anything different? They've got to be. It's I think sweet. it's just bar- I think it's just finished in a Tabasco barrel. Well, but then you've got the ABV, so they've got to add water or something. But that's all they're doing is cutting it a little bit. Well, I don't know. But that, I'm not that, here to. But that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if they what if they let this be a you know a forty so percent ABV? So here's what we're gonna do. What kind? What is this? I'm eating. What is this called? They're like these Cracker. popcorn. The puffs. Popcorn. What are they called? I don't know. They're like they're cheddar? like a rice cake, but it's made of popcorn. They're healthy cheese cheddar puffs. I'm gonna put a little of the uh, Dickel Tabasco on there. Just a drop of drop of it. All right. So he just put the Dickel Tabasco on a uh, cheddar cheese rice puff. That didn't do anything but make it worse. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Okay, got it. <laughs> that made I mean, I wasn't going unless unless like the heavens opened and the angels sang. I wasn't going to do that. Well, I was if watching that you was in delicious. Horror. If that was delicious, you'd be. That's, that's how you right. eat cereal. <laughs> That'd have been so cool, man. <laughs> oh man, so don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I need real whiskey to wash my mouth out. Yeah. With. <laughs> no. No, mm. not in this episode, no. pal. Okay. You're not drinking real whiskey in this episode. <laughs> what else do we have? Do we have any other flavored whiskey? I only brought. Oh them. yes, actually, if I, I, I do, I have one that we have to work on now. Okay, he's gonna. It's a cornbread whiskey. Here we go. Oh boy, so I'm excited to see this because I like a corn whiskey. I did have the uh, new Jameson, the, um, the cold brew, the cold brew, which is uh, a flavored. That's, I don't even know if I'd call that a flavored whiskey. I yeah, feel it's like blended with. But I but I wouldn't call that a I don't think they even mark it as a flavored no. whiskey. I think they just market it as a cold brew with Jameson in it. Kind of like um like a like a pre-blended coffee. Yeah. Basically a, a pre-blended Irish coffee. That makes sense. Basically. Okay. Yeah. It's really good though. So Scott just pulled, giddle, Scott, Scott just went over to his bookshelf and he pulled a uh, a book out at a forty five degree angle. The wall opened up and turned sideways, and he's walking through. Oh, this stuff. It's in a cool bottle. It is in a cool. It's in a really cool bottle. It reminds me of. Um, no, you didn't bring this to our last tasting. Somebody else did, right? Somebody else did. Clarion. And I couldn't believe that I saw this premium. bottle was at it, a whiskey. Was tasting. it this? What was it? The cornbread? Yes. Or was it another? No, it was this. Eighty proof. It's bourbon whiskey infused with natural flavors and caramel color. All right. Yeah, give me some. I I remember I, not. I remember this being nah, sweet. Yeah, it's so for, very sweet. So first of all, I'm I'm very cornbread in general. This is cornbread chasers. Um, cornbread <laughs> in general, I am not a big fan of putting a lot of a lot of uh, sugar in it. Right. I like my cornbread to be a little more like suck the moisture out of my yeah. body. Um, you dry cornbread. I like a moist. Sweet cornbread. No, I don't like it sweet. Moist. I don't like it sweet. <laughs> Jesus. All right. And that's when my wife turned this episode off. I mean, the bottle is like a decanter, man. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's yeah. a really cool bottle. Talk about it. Is that, you would think it was a de- When you're done with this, it'll take you six more years. Yeah. Um, well, that's a decanter. Right oh, there. absolutely. I mean, now, you know, notice where I pulled this from because all my whiskey's yeah. out on my shelves and this one came out from bottom shelf in the back. <laughs> So this is uh for those of you who can't see, obviously. That's this not is a uh, Clarion Ultra Premium. Ultra Premium. 
Southern cornbread bourbon whiskey. You know what? This isn't as bad as I remember no, it, it being. It's hot though. Uh, although I'm I'm having it after having three other flavored whiskeys. Yeah, we didn't wash our glasses, out. and this ta- this tastes more like this a like a whiskey I, than I, the other ones. Too. Yeah, I will tell you, it's not that hot. That that's got to be some residual. This shows the uh, debacle. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode. Um, I don't mind this. It's actually, um, it's it. <laughs> How it has they, mellowed out. I've had this for a while. Mm-hmm. It was extremely sweet when we when yeah, we first bought I it. I don't mind it. Well, yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, the one the one that that uh, showed up at our tasting, I like I could barely muscle it down. Yes. Like I like I took a little sip and I had to add a bunch of water to it yeah. to even. This is actually very interesting because I haven't opened this in quite a while. Half a bottle, like almost exactly half a bottle left. Yeah, and I, who's been drinking it? That's her question. Jonathan and I <laughs> okay. uh, bought it when we were at the beach. We drank a... That looks like a beach whiskey. Yeah. And it was overwhelmingly sweet. And so the interesting thing to me is that this has not been opened in probably well over a year. And it is nowhere near as sweet as it's it was. kind of good. Yeah, I actually yeah. I actually enjoyed it. And so, when I had it what a handful of weeks ago or last month or whenever it was, so I how did are not they, like it. How are they extracting the flavors from cornbread? Um, I think they just there's a guy that that stands over the mash and just it crumbles it up. It. And, uh, <laughs> I knew something. Just, I knew something not essence of cornbread. Not actual was coming. Southern mm-hmm. cornbread at that, which means sweet cornbread. Yep. Yeah, that's a southern thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I just want to end this uh, episode by saying <laughs> I like bullshine. Um, I didn't mind the first seconds of the dickle, and then it's terrible, and that cornbread is actually the Clarion... What is it called? Clarion? Clarion. Clarion Southern Cornbread. Wasn't awful. Obviously, you want to get through half a bottle and let it sit for a year. That's it. That's right. That, that's that, the key. That's, the, that's right. That's exactly what... And, and I, we, we are not... We are not... I, we are. But we're not bashing flavored whiskeys. No. Um, it's... Like I said, you you like what you like. I'm Flavored not, whiskeys are not a whiskey. You know, we're not, you're not going sure. to a bar. You are not going to a bar and ordering a flavored whiskey, and you're going to sit there and sip it. Yeah, you're not. You're no, not ordering this neat and I'm enjoying it over that. the next That'll 45 minutes happen. to an hour. Absolutely. It's novelty. I whip it out with a friend and say, "Hey, try this. Maybe mix it." And that's about that. I won't whip it out with a friend. <laughs> There you have it. Everything you need to know about flavored whiskey. And if you have a favorite flavored whiskey out there, we're not knocking it by any means. We want to hear about it. Let us know. Uh, podcast at CashChasers.org or on all social media pages at Cash Chasers. And uh, let us know. what If you have a flavored whiskey out there that you really like, we would love to hear it. And uh, we'll give it a shot. We're not knocking them uh, by any means. So uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cash Chasers podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. See ya. If you've heard our weekly commercial for our friend Nate Woodruff and Whiskey with a View, you know that he has embarked on a national road trip to tour the country and find amazing whiskey along the way. Next week, we will have Nate on the show to discuss his journey and why he decided to leave it all behind in search of that perfect view. It's a can't-miss episode, and you can catch it right here next week. Until then, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>